Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Uh, we talking about what we miss in hip hop. Mm. Okay. And would you like to give the Futane Clan, the new listeners, some background on this episode and why it's a <laughs> great episode, but then it's also a sore spot for us as well. Okay. Um, crazy, yo. So this episode is probably, it's almost exactly three years old. Yes. Yeah, it's almost exactly three right. years old. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time we recorded this episode, my little brother came through. And he chopped it up, up with us. And we had a good episode, man. It was probably yeah. two hours of conversation. What? But, but the beauty of that is, uh, was that three years ago or four years ago almost now? I think. I'm going to tell you why I asked that. It's three. I think it's three, but it could be. I wouldn't be surprised if we really do the numbers and it's four. I'm going to tell you why I think it's four, right? Okay. Because the day that we recorded the original of this episode, my brother told me that his wife was pregnant with their second child. Yeah, I remember that. And he'll be three in in, uh, April. Probably about Years. Yeah. So it's about four years because it took about a year for him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's been about four years since we recorded this, and this, and that was the day I found out I was gonna be an uncle times do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out the great Jordan Avery and the amazing Chamberlain, the amazing Jalen Chamberlain Carter Avery. That's how we do yeah. that. So yeah. uh, shout out and shout out the Jim the Nubs too. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of code names. This is how my family do it, yo. We ain't yeah. criminals or nothing, but we just we don't call <laughs> nobody by their real name. <laughs> or, but yeah, so we just covered you know things we missed in hip hop, and right. you had a real good conversation. And I, I think we're gonna just continue that today. Right, and yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, the sore spot is that we lost. The, of course, we lost the, that recording. But that's definitely a sore spot. Um, <laughs> we lost mad recordings. Then we lost yeah. like five or six episodes. We lost like five or six, and. Yeah. Five or six great episodes because that one yep. with your brother here, yep, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, yep, that one and the one with Chink, Varnado, and Paul and Kelly that day. Yeah. yeah, we had the whole squad in that day. That was yeah. fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was when the that was when the Nicki Minaj success. Prediction yep. was made. Yep. yep. Was dead on. Chink was dead on. Chink dead was dead on. on. Yeah. That was A and R Chink right there. We call him A and R Chink on that one. He, he killed that. Yeah. Chink was on it. Yep. Word. Um. But so, where, where do you want to pick up? Because I already, um, I already know a few things that I want to, you know, what I mean, deal with, and I know some things that we said before will probably come up. And right. we, I know we have some new ones too. I'm so, sorry. And so I, I'm just going to let you go. What is what is one of the things well, that you miss in hip hop? Well, I kind of want to do it like this, right? So how okay. about how about we throw some things out there? Oh, okay. And, and then go back through the ones that we threw out and compile a top ten. Oh, okay. That's good. I like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll do it in kind of two parts. We'll just kind of brainstorm a little bit and throw some ideas out there and then we'll kind of whittle them down and say these are the top 10 things that that are missing 
for us, and then we can just let the let the crowd say, "Yo, y'all, this is trash," or we agree. You know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. however they want to do it. Yeah. It, side note. Yeah. To the listeners, they can you they can tell we don't plan our shows. <laughs> nah, and we should. We could have said that beforehand if we wanted to, but we don't. We want to talk about it as part of the show. Right. Yeah, that's so the they, whole point. So the literally they. The people get to see the show develop and take form in front of their eyes. Right. I think the beauty of it is we call it conversate for a few and they literally get to see the conversation. You know right. what I'm saying? Just out anywhere with your friends talking. You don't have no y'all don't go into a pre planned music conversation. Right. right. You know, it just naturally come up and and you all just have a conversation. Yeah, and that's what we about to do. And that's yeah. what we always do. Um all right. I know it's something that was on that wasn't on the. Uh, I don't know why my eyes watering today. I think I may be having allergies, so y'all forgive me. But um, something that was not on my original list that I think mm-hmm. is on that I think is important now, and it's something that me and you talked about here recently. Okay. Uh, bro, I kind of missed the third verse, bro. Yo, I, I I ain't gonna front, and maybe I'm saying maybe this is nostalgia speaking, but like that that might mess around to be my top one. <laughs> <laughs> the third really verse. Third verse. Yeah. I really. Yep. Like you rarely. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I don't know if I miss the third verse as much as I miss songs that make me enjoy a third verse. Okay, I get. I understand. Because nowadays, I find myself on songs that are a little longer that do have a third verse. I find myself sometimes disinterested. But and, I don't and, think the songs are structured in a way that you need the third verse. I think the songs are structured in a way that it's more around the hook and the melody. So once you over that, you don't want to hear nothing else anymore. Right, and so I and, and um, I would say it's like. The third verse in the past is like you see a good docu series now or something, right? And and you wish it had more. It was so good you wish it was more episodes. That's a fact. That's how good the That's actor was, the storyline. You know what I mean? The the cinematic tone. Yep. Like so. That's kind of how I feel. Like I'm thinking of like you know what I mean? It's funny, but uh, like a like some old Nas song. You know, yeah. in the '90s, like I wanted a third verse because, like, the first two was just so crazy. You, you kind of did. You just wanted to hear him give it up more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know who yeah, does that for me now? That I, you could probably guess who it is. Like right now, would, it's it's a rapper that they could just keep rapping, and and I. Well, I was I I, I was going to say Benny off the bat. Okay, so I'm saying Conway. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I understand both. Yep. But it's something about Conway. Like, you could just, if with the right beat, mm-hmm. he don't ever have to stop. Like, just give right. him verse after verse after verse. It could be eight verses on this song. I wouldn't care. Right. Because he's so dope. But let's see, that's, well, let me say this before I get to that point. But um, one thing I noticed about Conway, who I feel, is that his verses, I, I feel like a crescendo. All his verses be dope because he's mm-hmm. just a dope MC, period. But like, I feel like songs that 
that he's had to have three verses or verse by verse is like a upward, it's like a crescendo, right? It gets better and better. Then that third is like the pinnacle. Yeah. So I would, I definitely would love to hear what third verse is. Yeah, for sure. I hear by him, but I would, but this leads into, uh, 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 I think a small conversation about the quality of music mm-hmm. over quantity. Cause everybody getting stuff out so fast and just putting it out. I don't know if people are putting so much into it. Well, okay. Let me just put it like this. I feel like right now we got some great music, but I feel like there's more bad music than good music. And the bad music is what's pushed forward and which is more saturating the listener's ears. But with me saying that, I'm saying that to say I feel like where things are now, everything is fast mm-hmm. and fast paced. And people's attention spans aren't that long. And I feel like you have to really be super high level intriguing to hold somebody's attention in this time for around the third verse. Because they're so used, I feel like because they're used so used to getting spoon fed just regular, you know, average stuff. Pop songs. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, um, so I think I think that there was more there was more focus put on a pen back then, and what you was actually saying and actually being nice as opposed to today. I don't think that much emphasis is put on you actually being nice. And, and how good you are with the pen. So I, I can see why. I understand why we don't get third verses. <laughs> yeah, we don't get third verses. I mean, we don't get them because... Right, it's it's a, it's a... It's quantity over quality, right? Right. Like, if I could... I got to have enough options on this uh, project for you to listen to, and hopefully I'll catch one out of all the options that I have on here versus trying to make a quality project that you have to listen to all the songs to to, to hear the the, que- the complete concept. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, concept-wise, third verses aren't really necessary anyway because nobody's really telling the story. Like, you, with, with a lot of the pop songs, the frame of the song is the same in the first verse, the chorus, the mm-hmm. second verse, and the chorus mm-hmm. is it, the same all the way through. There's no art. Right. And no story being told that you need to have a third verse to to bring the story home to summarize what you told in the first right. and second verse. No beginning, middle, and end. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I understand that the the and if you know for a fact that your goal is to stream more, and people are less or more apt to click off once they get irritated with you, it mm-hmm. it you get more gun shy. You know. Yeah. You get more gunshots, so gotcha. I think there's yep. a few reasons that we don't have the third verse as often as yeah. as we would like. Now, there's one, there's another one that correlates with that that I just mm-hmm. want to go ahead and throw out there because I think they're so close together. Um, I think the other thing that I miss a lot in hip hop is the best rapper going last on the song. Okay, me too, and uh, I'm 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 going to give some thoughts on that. Okay. But right, that's so close. Yeah, missing of the third verse. Right, and that's what I was going to say. The only time, really, and, and now, I don't even like that phrase nowadays in time. But you know, in present time, that we get third verses is when it's a feature. Yep. You know what I mean? And for 
And the one that comes to my mind immediately is um, Benny, Lil Wayne, Big Sean song. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But I also think that feeds the point that you made. I don't think Big Sean should have went last. He was not the nicest, and nor did he have the best verse on that song. Big Sean, if anything, should have gone first. He should have gone first. He should have been the lead hitter. Not, yeah, he it should have been. It should have been Sean Benny Wayne. Facts. Yeah, if Absolutely. you were doing the song based on like how we would have done it back in the day. Absolutely, you know what Lil I'm Wayne was last. Lil and, Wayne last. And let's talk about that because putting the dopest last, people stick around for the whole song. Even the if they don't verse. really feel the first verse or the second verse, they hanging around because they saw this is going to feed into one of mine I'm going to throw out, right? Okay. But we're going to stick around because we want to hear our man at That's the right. end, the feature. We want to hear that, oh, this featuring Jay, this featuring us, this featuring, you know, that was big. Features meant something back then. Yeah. And, the, and we always knew the feature was back and clean up because he the nicest. I'm going to let everybody throw theirs, and then I'm going to come through and wash it. Imagine, you know I mean? imagine Jay Z not rapping last on Reservoir Dogs. How, man? We wouldn't even want, we wouldn't even be talking about that song today if he didn't rap last. Like that, that wouldn't even have made sense. It wouldn't have made sense at all. It wouldn't have made no sense. You wouldn't have listened to the rest of the song back then if Jay wouldn't. Well, that's not true because because you know, locks, locks and beans, and, yeah. yeah. But but that ties into something, right? Too liner notes. That's one of the things uh, I mean. Liner notes. Uh, I almost got sad when you said those. I know. Like, I missed those. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah. Speaking of sadness and things being missing, <laughs> I know you don't mess with it, but I'm going to tell you they closed the damn Snoopies on Hillsborough Street. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I saw it, but I'm, I'm Raleigh to the heart, so I understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, I seen that. But yeah, it, it, I've it, been eating this since I was a teenager. Locations open. Yo, and that's yo, fine. And yeah, that's yeah. fine. It's one out here by me. When it's something different. Boy. That's different. Yeah. Cause yeah. so <laughs> Rest in you know, rest you know. in peace, Snoopy's over here is where if you know, you know. If right. you know, you know. Like right. the parties at my house, man, we could we could we could have kept Snoopy's open if I still lived on boiling. Right. Because we're going there late night. Oh, late night. We was hitting it up. But, you know, things we missed. That's why it came up right. in my mind. Things right. we missed. Salute Snoopies, man. But uh, yeah. liner <laughs> notes, bro. Liner notes. Because that's one of the things we want to know who produced it. And and that's one of the first things that we did was, and that's why I like uh, on Jay-Z third album, I, I didn't like it, but on, I think, the Dynasty album mm. is where he talked about, if you like me, you rip the package off looking at the notes. That's a fact, because that's what we would do. Yeah. Be, with the tape and the CD, you looking to see who produced what, who record, where it was recorded at, the yep. engineered it. Who programmed the drums. Who, if, right. Yeah. All of that meant something to us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it created a bond for the music. It created you know a universe. Right, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, you know liner what? notes were one of the most... Bro, I don't even know if I would be who I am if liner notes never existed. No, I feel I feel you. you I what understand. What As I understand. a beat maker, music producer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know that I would have found everything that I found and, <laughs> and gained all the information that I gained 
without reading the liner notes and following those breadcrumbs to the geniuses, you know what I'm saying, throughout the years. I don't right. know that I would have I don't know that I would have found that stuff. Right. That, that's interesting. And one of the other things about liner notes was going back into the third verse and mm-hmm. person rapping last, right? The main feature rapping last is we looking for the features. Oh, this song featured this person, this song featured this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all all of that. Yep. All of that stuff. But you know that's funny because you you can see like certain things like uh, we didn't have a lot of visuals right that's right back then like so you didn't have a YouTube you didn't have it you couldn't go Instagram live Facebook live IG live right yeah back then so you you had to do more reading all of this connects you had to do more reading then yeah, yeah. now people are doing less reading and everything is more visual and it's and the music is worse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and I it know. reflects mm-hmm. because the more you read, the more you the the more you're going to learn. You're going to come across new words. You're just able to yeah. express yourself more. Your creativity more. Yeah. Or you just got more tools in the tool belt. That's right. That's all. That's what it really boils down to. Um, and you know what's funny, man? Liner notes. Liner notes, along with the album jackets, man. They they actually increase your appetite for gaining information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the album covers came from somewhere. You know what I mean? It's a reference to something. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. They just didn't go take a picture or something. You know what I mean? Like it's literally. We you can refer back to our uh, episode with Chris Charles about the best album covers, uh, greatest album covers of all time. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, it, there's a lot of times historical references. A lot of times there's clues to the music that you're gonna get in it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And in the liner notes, bro, this if. God forbid they actually had the words to the songs in there. What? Yo, I don't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but the first, let me think, but the first album I can remember opening up, which was the cassette, was July 7, 1996. It was written. Nas had all, it had the song title and the production and all that, and then it's got all the verses yeah. written out. And I'm like, yo. It was like heaven. Everybody happy? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, my first one might have been off the wall. Uh, okay. That experience for me. Like, right. You know what I mean? And and even then, it blew my mind. I know it's not hip hop. Yeah, yeah. But the boy said, you're a vegetable. You're a buffet. They eat off of you. You're a vegetable. I don't think people know that's what he's saying in that song. No. You know what I mean? They, no. The boy is talking crazy. <laughs> he's talking crazy. <laughs> it's like the song with Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Say. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you're a vegetable. You're yeah. a buffet. They eat off of you. You're a vegetable. Like, what in the, what the fuck? Well, crazy. He was going crazy. Yeah. He was going crazy. So, like, that, like, that kind of shit. Bro, I know who Bob Power is. Like, mm-hmm. and, and one thing that you speak to, like nowadays, you know what Young Guru look like. You know what Mixed by Ali looks like. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know what Dr. Dre looks like. He's one of the greatest producers and engineers of all time. You know what I mean? But right. Bob Power, who was engineering uh, Trial Called Quest stuff at mm-hmm. Electric Lady, you know what I mean? Had no idea he was a white man. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. He was a white man till years later. You know what I'm saying? But I knew that if Bob Power touched your music, it was going to come booming out your, you know what I mean? Like the speakers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's it's just these names, you know. Uh, yeah. The people I saw, and I speak of drum programming in the liner notes. There was a time where I wasn't even certain what drum programming was in hip hop. Mm. Super young. You know what I'm saying? Like super young. Now looking back, I could like just being able to connect those dots. People don't even get that information anymore. Right. You know, like to say Kanye did produce the song. If you don't have the liner notes, you don't know that uh, Hudson Mohawk did the drum programming on this song. You don't know Mm -hmm. that Kenny Beats did the drum programming on this song. So you don't know to go look for Kenny Beats or Hudson uh, Hudson Mohawk. You don't know these things because you don't get all these little details. Right, and 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 that and and that's where that's where the, that's where the art lives in the details. Absolutely, that's where it is in the details, and it speaks to a point that you always drilled. Uh, I feel like you always echo and drill home is that music is you know uh, is a collective, a mm. collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so like you're saying, you just say, "Oh yeah, Kanye made that," but yeah, but it may be someone else on keys and someone else on string. It's layers to it. Come on, you know, someone else on bass. Come on, you know what I'm this saying? is the stuff I'm talking about. Like you can say I'm nasty. You can say I'm a nasty beat maker. I'm a nasty producer. But right. without AK laying keys, without AK coming through, without his influence and me saying, "Oh, I could play a bass tone this way because I heard AK play it this way." Right, right. See what I'm saying? Like these things, it, it is collaborative. I don't care how many beats I did by myself, I couldn't have probably got most of those done without his influence. Right. You see, or Dallas's influence. You know what I mean? Like it's just that way. That's what collaboration is. That's what a collective. That's why the music comes out better, bro. Right. Now my music was way hotter, like way more quality when I had a production crew than it was when I was in the room by myself. Right. Understood, yeah. You know, it just is, you know. Yeah. You know, so. But yeah, liner notes, man. Uh, so it's funny because there's a, there's there's a, I want to, I want to mention something to you too. Uh, truly just this conversation because I ain't, I thought about it, but I hadn't mentioned it to you. Um, I was listening to Broken Record with Rick Rubin. Yeah. Right? And. Mm-hmm. He was talking to somebody. He was talking to Kenny Beats, and they was talking about uh, a lot of different, you know, his conversation with Kenny Beats was about being able to follow the breadcrumbs and find out historically where a sound came from in hip-hop. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But it made me think about that the tagline for their show is liner notes for the digital age. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And... It is kind of liner notes when you listen to the interviews, but it's more conversation and less liner notes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just made me think of that. But one thing yeah. I think we ought to do, man, is be a little bit more, is add some content to this show, is to kind of yeah. aggregate all the dope content that's out there. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Dead Prez Juan Ep episode, the Kenny Beats Broken Record episode, the the thing that Styles P was talking about um, online when he was talking about we need a union. You see what I'm right. saying? I think right. we need to, I think we come across a whole lot more. I think we need to be more of a magazine. I get what you're saying. 
You see what I'm saying? And and aggregate this content to a, to the crowd that we know needs it, and I think it will it will run well right alongside what we're doing. Right, right. You know what I mean? Got you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But sure. that's just and and I think in that we can find a way to do some liner notes type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be dope. You know what I mean? I think there's a, a lane for us to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, but yeah, liner notes, man. I just one of the things I miss. Should I? Excuse me. Should I just put? Uh, should I just go ahead and put tangible album art beside that? Tangible album. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Just tangible product. Yeah, and I want, and I'm why you writing that down. I'm gonna say, some people in the digital. We we all in this digital age, even though we may be from a non-digital age, right? Mm-hmm. But a person nowadays may say, "Well, what's what's the difference?" You know, I can pull it up on my phone and listen to it. Whatever. I don't need the hard cover CD or the hardcore case. Okay, but you to me it it makes the music stick longer mm-hmm. with you. It make it creates a deeper bond that's not as easily undone as I'm just strolling through my phone listening to albums, albums, just you know what I mean? Yeah. When because each album they have its liner notes, have its own visuals to go with it. You don't really get an album cover. Yeah. You get a picture with that album, but that's it. I mean, you could used to unfold the album. You got you actually got to artwork, touch it. a whole nother artwork. Yeah. Graphic design and photography. So you're dealing with all types of arts when you're dealing with the tan with a tangible album. But it's like this: if I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to a girl. It's nice to talk to her on the phone. Right. I don't want to talk to her on the phone forever. That's a At fact. At some point, I want to be able to reach out and touch her. That's a you know fact. What I mean? That's a like, fact. Like if you don't understand, now I just gotta put it clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, that's a different experience. It's talking definitely a different. <laughs> on Zoom. That's a it's a different experience when we in the room together. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's I mean, it's just it's just different. That's right. I mean, yeah. I agree, bro. Like being able to physically hold that artwork in your hand, and that woman in your and hand. that woman. I swear, <laughs> it means something. <laughs> I promise, it means Word. something. But yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever get it. If you, if you, it's just like, uh, I, I imagine that it's a lot like sex and a woman yeah. until you actually had it. You don't know what you're missing. You see right. what I'm saying? You don't, get it. you don't understand the feeling, the sensation of it. Right. So you don't know the sensation of the, the album dropping. You going, yo, I got it. Right. And how? Right. You know. And, and unwrapping it. Putting oh, it in a player and flipping through, see you getting you getting multiple experiences at one time. You 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 activate multiple senses at one time. So you right. got touch. You can smell mm-hmm. the new paper. You see what I'm saying? You smell, got touch. You yeah. reading it. You you stimulating the visual. You you getting a new audio ex, audio experience mm-hmm. at the same time, and they all lining up if it's done correctly. Right. You right. telling me that's like going to class and a lot of people are learning uh online now, right? Yeah. So I know mm-hmm. for a fact, I don't care what nobody say, if I get up out of my house, take the energy to go to a room, sit in a room with other people and collectively learn, take notes tangibly while the teacher's talking, 
You understand? I'm going to pick that information up better than I will if I just sit on the Zoom. Don't do anything physical while I'm listening. Oh, yeah, for sure. You see what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different type of learning and, and acquiring information and knowledge, exactly. yeah. So while you're flipping through that book, touching that information, receiving the audio information at the same time, receiving the video, at, I mean, the, the, the visual at the same time, receiving the, the, the you know what I'm saying, the, the, the smell at the same time, all that is having a different impact on you than just flipping through Apple Music and clicking a thumbnail. Mm-hmm. And, and and with, with all of those sensors, all the um, that sensory input you're getting from the audio to the tactile to the visual, it helps you memorize mm. the music and what you heard better. People consume a lot of music now; they they don't they're not memorizing all of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not like that. And I ain't talking about TikTok dances and fads nah. and stuff. That Memorize, but like memorizing the experience of when you first like. I guarantee if we ask some like, let's say someone is young to us, someone, uh, someone that's like nineteen right now, right. eighteen. If we uh, if we ask them their first, I don't know, whatever album came out last year, right? Let's say Drake Scorpion. I know it wasn't last year, but right. we say like, do you remember what you was doing when you first heard it? They're not going to memorize that because not enough of this their senses was right. activated in their first experience and I, I and that's a fact i learned that from a doctor that the memory is it's a lot of other things like if you're trying to memorize if something happened she said don't just try to memorize what happened think about where you were what you what it smelled like mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. what you're wearing if you can't like dip those things help bring back that's the right. memory trying to figure out that's right but if you don't have those things then i know the music because we had this you know conversation before does the we think the music is impacting or sticking with them the same way it did with us in the past and i would have to say just in opinion wise i say no and i have to say scientifically no scientifically absolutely not (laughs) yeah it absolutely can't be it just based on what you just said there's no way it can be scientifically it's just not yeah um yeah, man. So right now we got four things on the list. Okay. So hit me with some. Uh, mixtapes. Yeah, buddy. Mixed so maybe tapes. we need to explain though, because I think the people think the mixtape has gone through so many different iterations that I think people don't understand. People assume that the mixtape still exists. Right, and it doesn't. Because- Only in name. Right, only a name. And you know how we know it don't exist? Because tapes don't exist, damn it. So stop calling it a mixtape. How are you going to have a mixtape on Apple Music? It ain't a tape. Right. No, that's a mix song. Yeah. Which is a song. That's just a long-ass playlist. Yeah. Ain't no mixtape. You know what I mean? So yeah. a mixtape was actually a cassette tape of a mix of different artists that was on and sometimes upcoming artists. Yeah. Usually the popping artists, the most popular artists at the time were like they would have main features on the mixtape. Yeah. Um and 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 some you know what I mean, and sometimes it would be a mixtape of just, usually a mix of a variety of different artists, but yeah. then there was time mixtapes where it was just a Jay-Z mixtape. This is the question I want to ask. Just the Nas mixtape. Okay, so 
I'm I'm a I'm older than you, right? So I came through a couple eras of the mixtape probably before you was getting on to them, right? Right. So like the Ron G and so, the, the blend tapes. So there's the blend tape era. Blend tape. Yes. And then there's a mixtape era. Mixtape. A mm-hmm. true mixtape era. And then there's the mixtape era that's closer to what we get now. Which is yeah. the last thing you mentioned where it may be all Jay Z or it may be all Wayne or it may be all fifty or it may be right. those that's are more street albums. Like the last stage, I would say. Street albums. Right. Which is basically what we got now. Right. And then it, right. And then just like a DJ hosting saying a few things hosting right. it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, so when I so let me so let me say this. When I think of I'ma just throw some stuff out there. When I think of mixtapes, right? Yeah. Uh, so I I do remember blends, yeah, right, uh, but not to the point you do. But I did. I was on blends, but when I when I think of mixtapes, I'm thinking of doo wop, doo wop live '95 mixtape, okay. right? I'm thinking of Ron G, I'm thinking of DJ SNS, DJ Clue. Okay. Um, I think I said doo wop. Yeah. Um, How about White Owl? I'm thinking no. <laughs> <laughs> I I know it was a trick question, but you know what I mean. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but K Slate, but yeah. K Slate comes in the Rest later. Rest in peace, 90s, White Owl, bro. Early two, yeah. R. P. The White Owl. Yeah, you know, but hold it down for them years for sure. Um, so I'm thinking of those people, and and for me, like the epitome of the mixtape era, like the with the climax of the mixtape area would be like. When Clue, there was a time yeah, when Clue, it's Clue. <laughs> was everything. Yeah, you wanted to be on Clue, and you wanted your song to feature in one of the first five spots. Yeah, yeah. Clue, Clue Clue got to the point where he was the epitome of the mixtape. If you had to name the epitome of mixtapes, right? If there was mm-hmm. a, a Mount Rushmore of mixtapes, mm-hmm. Clue, Drama, Ron G, who else? Clue, Drama, Ron G, um. Uh, I feel like, you know, not, uh, uh, Capri, not really, because I don't, I don't remember Capri. Not teams. really. Like, and, I, and even with Flex, I wouldn't even, nah, I wouldn't no. say Flex either. Hell no, hell no. Oh yeah, I wouldn't say Flex either. Hell no. Nah. You, you know, it's funny because when you're talking about, you may have to. We may have to. I don't know, but. Um, street sweeper. What's my man name? K-Slay. K-Slay. You may have to. I don't know. I hate to say it like that, but by default, you may end up putting them in there because the other people. Look who we just exed out. Right, but we I mean, yeah, we exed out Capri because I think the era that Capri would be. I think in my in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Capri is blends and a party DJ. Right. It was it's, less about the tape for me. Right. For Capri, he ended up being the party DJ. Uh, Doo-Wop. Now, I was going to say Doo-Wop. Right, Doo-Wop right. or Green Lantern. Doo-Wop or Green Lantern. And I, and, I, and I feel like I would lean maybe more so to Green Lantern. You may yeah. put both of them. Yeah, I, yeah maybe, they, maybe they run side by side. But Green Lantern did have that. Like, that 50 run with Green Lantern was something else. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was something crazy. else. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, so 
mixtapes, bro. We don't mixtapes because let, let's say this too, so people to understand. Like mixtapes is where you would hear new. It would like so a new clue. You know what I mean? New duo. It would feature new music by your favorite artist that is not that was yet to be released. Right. So that was that. That was big. You had to stay on top of the mixtapes too, because they, you know, what I mean, you want to hear everything, right. and you know, something could get by if you ain't with, on the, you know, up on yeah. the latest mix. Yeah, you got to be on them. Uh, you definitely the mixtapes was a way to break artists back in the day. Absolutely. You know, um, you would hear artists on mixtapes for maybe six months to a year before you even knew what they looked like. How long did you know about Fabulous and Mace before you knew what they looked like? Um, I knew about them a while before I actually seen a picture of them. That's what I'm saying. I we they knew, they was running mixtapes before I knew yeah, what they looked like. Yeah, from the mixtapes, we had, yeah. hadn't even seen we hadn't even seen Fab yet. Mm-mm. Hadn't even seen Mace yet. There's pretty much stars. Mm-hmm. There's pretty much stars before we even knew what they looked like, just off mixtape runs. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, mixtapes held weight. Mixtapes were our radio. Right, right. Because in that time, you could fight to get to radio, but the chances that you actually got on radio, you had to have a complete crossover hit. All I need to get by Marion and 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 Meth type hit to be playing on the radio back in them days. So we wasn't expecting to hear you on the radio. For two or three years anyway. Right, because it was heavily uh, dominated by Mm R&B. So for you to get played, you definitely had to have a major hit. Yeah, or somebody singing on your hook. Yep, or yep. Mm -hmm. That's the other way. That's the other way, yeah. So, man, true mixtapes is what I wrote down. True mixtapes, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, true true mixtapes. Because nowadays, what they... Something else. What, today? Uh, yeah, well, in later years or the last stage. Yeah, well, what it is 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 it became a way not to pay producers. I can still say I'm doing that. I, I could I could go get all these beats from producers and say I'm putting together this mixtape, right? I don't have no budget because it's a mixtape. Mm-hmm. The, the label didn't give me a budget for it. But when I take it to the label, they're going to run it through the system like an album. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The artist is not going to get paid the same way. The producers ain't going to get paid shit. But the labels is going to get their bread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what started as a way to skim, like to kind of cut the producers out a little bit, ended up cutting the artists out. Because what the artists were doing back, like prior was going straight to the streets and selling it. A physical right. CD. Yeah, physical yeah. You see what I'm saying? But now that's not happening. It's going straight to streaming. Mm-hmm. So they not getting the profits as as quickly as they were or even close. They're not even really getting them like they were because the profits is going to the labels now. Right. So there are no real true mixtapes anymore. One, because nah. there aren't any tapes. Two, because the mixtape actually enters the label system. When before, that's just not what happened. Right. It wasn't. It was, it, it, it was a direct-to-consumer thing. That sure. echo true sentiment of the streets. Yep, that's a that's a beautiful way to put it. It was a direct, con, con, it was a direct to consumer thing that echoed the true consumer on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. 
I love that. All right, what else we got? Oh man. Um, mm, mixtapes, liner notes. <laughs> this, uh, this, all right, we'll 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 say third yeah. verses. Uh, uh-huh. best artist going last. Liner notes, physical copies, and true mm-hmm. mixtapes. That's five. Yeah, right? that's five. Okay. Another five. Yeah, we just got to come up with another five. We might have to I know, I know there's eight. another five. Oh, definitely. And, and I ain't even pulled really from the last time uh, outside of liner notes. But... <laughs> Yeah. Um man, I got I'm thinking. I got one that I miss personally. Okay. Right. I miss when rappers had dancers. Mm. Like Scoob and Scrap. That, Real like dance. dancers. Heavy D and the boys. Heavy Real D dancers. and the boys. Like yes, it was a fucking rap group and the rap group was more than the rapper and the DJ. It was the dancer, the DJ, the rapper. It was the fucking group, and they and it was all and they was all in sync. The rappers rapping and dancing, and the dancing. dancers dancing team. That's right, that's right. You see, them? I miss that. I miss dancers. You know, being having yeah. been one, I miss it. Yeah, right. I, I, and the thing is, I think it's a missed opportunity, bro. The music today is made for dancing. It, that's the irony. It's made for dancing. It's made for dancing. Yeah. So imagine the. You know what I mean? Like if you you nice and you got two motherfuckers back here that's got the nicest routine. That shit going viral. Every single video you shoot going viral. If y'all really nice, you see what I'm saying? That's how it's supposed to go. Like they wasting these opportunities by not being dancers or having backup dancers. It's a playful art form. Like everybody won't be so tough, but everybody ain't tough. Right, right. And we know that. And we know yeah. they're not tough. So they might as well have these dancers. You know what I'm saying? I miss background. I miss backup dancers. And you know the funny thing is they were in it didn't matter really what type of song it was, they were in them all. Nigga Coogee Rap had dancers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of like some of the streeters artists, yeah. there, but they had Coogee <laughs> Rap had backup dancers, nigga, and they was gangster. Like, you know, Coogee Rap was gangster, but in the moves that they did were a little, should I say, edgier than what Scoob and Scrap was doing. Mm-hmm. Scoob mm-hmm. and Scrap was a little more finesse. I can't even remember the name of Coogee Rap Dancers, and I did know it. Don't get, don't get me wrong, I knew it. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, God, no, but they was more like, just for a lack of it, they went to the ground more. They was more aggressive with how they, you know what I'm saying, how they moved things. It was just, it. they reflected what Coogee Rap was even mm-hmm. in their movements, you know what I'm saying? Which is which is wild. So you talking about a, a, a smooth rapomatic guy with dancers. Right. And then right. you talking about a, a gangster guy with dancers. But you can see the reflection in, in both. Yeah. Just like EPMD's yeah. dancers. Or dancer. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what his name was. We just called him Mophead. <laughs> and he was ill. Mm-hmm. Got to see him live. He was ill. He was ill. Yeah. Niggas need that. Yeah. Niggas yeah. need that. Niggas need that. So that's just that's my little thing. I, I I think it's a missed opportunity. 
Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Who who was doing the little shoot dance? The little was that uh young boy or was that I don't know which one it was. I don't even know. The game the, the dance ended up on uh on Fortnite. Uh, oh Fortnite. Yeah. Shit ended up on Fortnite. You know, how could you see that it gets this big and not take full not advantage of it? That. Yeah. Like nobody else saw that? I don't get it, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> Backup dancers for hip hop. Backup dancers. Yeah, I miss them. Okay. Uh, I want to, and maybe you can help me out with this, but I want to say, uh, I was going to say a single, but then you put true on something else. True mixtape, a true single. Ooh. You remember singles that were really singles and they had an accompanying video? Not a two pack, a three pack song release. No, no, an actual single. That was the single off the album that had an accompanying accompanying video. It might even have a, a a remix. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or or an extended I two version. Two different mixes. Yeah, yeah, a true single. A true single, yeah. and then because it it have a, it'll be the original, it, it'll be the original dirty version, yep. clean version, a remix, and an instrumental yes, or Lord. acapella if you're lucky. If you're lucky, yeah. Yeah, but you would definitely get that instrumental. You might not you get an acapella, get, but you was getting. You might not get acapella. If you got the vinyl, you may get acapella. Yeah, but the the, the tape, yeah. Instrumental yeah, was gonna get, be on there. Getting instrumental. Yeah, a true single. Yeah, I missed them. A true single. You know how yeah. many singles I stole <laughs> in my lifetime? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, imagine, buddy. Yeah. I could, I can't. <laughs> Yo, but that single, to me, it like let me know something, and I, I, I know they'll be like, man, you're bringing up Jay a lot. It ain't even that. It's just a certain things that was done was just like a standard. Then, like I, when Jay released Dead President, it had three different versions. The people understand it's three different versions. They don't. They don't. They I want do not. money like Cosby, who wouldn't? It's that kind of talk that made me think you probably ain't got no pudding. Yeah. That is not on the, the album. album that's released that we have. Nope. And that's not the same thing that's on the video. Right. Yo, so the singles was dope to me because, it, it, I mean, you, you just got to see. And sometimes you got to see what an artist could do with the same thing. Kind of the idea if you had with people on the same beat. Yeah. But yeah. like different verses, you know what I mean. But not only that, it, singles was good because it, it it got. I mean, it was just like an appetizer that kind of reeled you in for the main course. Mm -hmm. and, and I think on the flip side of that, I think on the B side was feeling it. If I, yeah, I know for a fact it was yeah, feeling it. Definitely, you know. What I mean? But but that you know what I mean. Singles though, man. Singles yeah. like singles was big. It meant something, singles and were it important. kept. Yeah, well, important, and it kept you kind of locked in until mm -hmm. to the joint drop. Yeah. Do you and know how many times? Like okay. So when Biggie first came out, he was Biggie Smalls. Mm -hmm. Not long after that, they made him change his name. Right. So by the time the first album came out, it was Notorious B.I.G. Right. Right. So you never saw Biggie Smalls again, but there was an artist named Biggie Smalls. 
Do you yeah. know how many times I stole the wrong Biggie Small single? Thinking he was getting... Yo, after know, a while, I knew. Right. It's like, after a while, I knew. I just wanted it to be big so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, you know, it was it's never crazy. was, though. It never yeah. was. It never was the right biggie, I promise. It was some trash. But, yeah. you know, so, but yeah, I I probably stole that single three times. I, I still remember what it looks like. Yeah, that's But crazy. I remember what this part of it looked like. Not the cover, the mm-hmm. part that you could see before you stole it. Mm-hmm. I remember what that part looked like. Mm-hmm. And this lead me into something. This lead me into something because I want to make a point about singles, damn it. Yeah. But it lead me into number seven, record stores. Come on Mr. with it dot com. Starship. Yes, Lord. Hey, bro, bro, we was like, we was like the niggas off juice in there. That's a fact. Are you sick, bro? I racked up. But do you understand? I didn't realize that we was like the niggas off juice while we was in there. I'm just like that hit me maybe a couple weeks ago. I rewatched juice. and was like, damn, we was doing that in Starship, but we wasn't influenced by it. It was literally our lives. It was hip hop. That's how hip hop the movie was. Right. Right, because the movie is actually depicting what people was actually doing and consuming the way we was consuming the music. Any any way possible, if you can get any your hands way. on it, get it. If you got to steal get it, it, get it. Right, <laughs> and now check it. If you remember, like, and I'm glad I said that about singles because, and this would let me to the thought. If you remember, especially, um, well, most all of the stores, singles. It was a section, yeah, single, yeah. You know what I mean? Then the section for the albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, you know what I mean? You didn't know what was going to pop up over there in the singles. Yeah, so no you got to check that. You yeah. got to, I mean, you got to scarrow it, though. You, for real. Like, you have to, it's like looking for, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you got to look at all of them. Mm-hmm. Because it, no, it wasn't no way to know what was coming out, what single was dropping. Like, you go in there, you get a surprise. Yeah. You know? And most times, back then, that single was in the store before, way before there was a video. Yeah, 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 for sure. They had to sell enough of them shits to get a video budget for yeah. a lot of that stuff, it seemed like. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, record stores, man. I had some of the greatest times of my life in a record store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, literally, some of the best times of my life was sitting, not doing shit, <clears throat> but shopping for records. Like, mm-hmm. the experience of leaving the house headed towards getting that record the excitement of buying the record popping the seal on that joint and listening to it for the rest of the you know what I mean until the next thing came out right and see what we what, and this is the thing what we keep talking about see if you if you have never and the key word to this whole thing is experience, experience. if you've never experienced this for yeah. real then you don't understand the rush the there feeling. you go there you See, go. See, I, I I know that you and I we know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it, yeah, man. It's a it's a it's true though. This is real old head talk. Yeah, it, yeah. If you ain't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for real. If it's certain things that if you didn't live through it and you didn't experience it, I could tell you I miss it. And to you, it sounds like I'm talking about some bullshit. Right. Like why would you even need that? Like who needs that? It's not a need. 
Because obviously you can get the music without any of these things that we're talking about. We're not talking right. about need. We're talking about experience. Right. And, and, and Man, damn. This this is really, this is, I'm just watching what we're saying that we missed and where things are now. And like the comparisons, like, and what we could, the comparison and contrasting is being done and how we talked about it was more reading then. And yeah. let's read now and it's reflected in the music. But yo, see, well, we're talking about, yeah, I can sit right here in my house and pull up on my Apple, my iPhone or Apple Music, pull up whatever I want. Right. But no, we talking about living a real life, there living hip hop. People ain't even living hip hop. You're listening to hip hop in a phone. There you, you ain't go. even really living it. See, we had to get up. Mm-hmm. Out your damn house, mm-hmm. go into a store where other people that love hip hop as much as you do mm-hmm. interact with them, interface with different people from different walks of life that love the same thing that you love. That was an experience. Yeah, that's that's life. That's yeah, human that's interaction. You know what I mean? That's hip hop. Listen, not just being super isolated in your house listening to stuff on the computer. Yeah, you ain't you ain't living it. Let me I, tell you something. If ain't else, let me tell you something. We live this. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, bro. I remember I was in the same Best Buy that mm. me and you bought 444. Mm. I was in that same Best Buy. Yeah. And I was buying the game documentary album. And there was a dude behind me in line. And he was like, yo, we both had the bootleg. Mm-hmm. He was buying it, too. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. both had the bootleg. We looked at each other. He looked at me. He was like, yo, that shit a classic. And I was like, hell. We ended up buying the real one. Because right. it was so fucking good. We was like, yo, we got to have it. Talk. Yeah. You see what talking. I'm saying? But that's an experience that me and this complete stranger on a random Friday <laughs> in a Best Buy. Right. Standing beside each other with the same product in hand, living a hip hop experience. Because we didn't, we so hip hop, we had to have it early. We got the bootleg, but it's so dope. We respect it so much. We both in the store copping. Right, and that's what I want. Yeah, man, you alley hooping me some stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like that. That that the experience, bro, of hip hop, living hip hop. That there is a reason that when we walk out the house, you can look at us and tell what music we listen to. Right. I'm 45 years old. There is a reason that you can look at me and tell what kind of music I listen to. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. look at my daddy and tell what kind of music he listens to. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But you can look at me and tell what kind of music I listen to because it's hip hop. It's in my blood. Like it's literally, right. I lived through it. I immersed, I came all the way through it. Right. Literally. As yeah. did you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things. Like, yeah, you gotta them experiences or something else. You said I was alley ooping you though. What was uh? Yo, yo let I, another experience, yo. But um, <laughs> something I missed too. Mm-hmm. Underground albums. Ooh. We call them underground albums, but they were bootlegs. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and I don't mean like a bootleg of the actual official album. No, no, no. We talking about that the label ain't put no album out. Somehow the album got out. There you go. We called it a, the underground album, like there the underground go. version of the album. So let me let me give us experience of what I'm talking about. 
Go to Mr. Freak. Now, well, first of all, Capone and Noriega emerges on the scene. <laughs> I, I hear illegal life on a mixtape. Okay. okay. Like, they like popping, they're buzzing, right? So we hear the album is going to be is set to come out, and they, you know what I mean, they signed their deal. And, like, before they, and they gave, I think, a projected date in the magazine. It was a date or whatever. But anyway, before that, before it came out, you could always go and check certain spots to see if they had the underground version. We went on a Saturday to Mr. Freeze. Yo, you got Capone Noriego, that Warpool album, so sure enough, he had an underground oh, version. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you understand how how fire our Saturday was from that point on? That was like 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah. We, yeah. we are lit for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's it. Check so now th this is the thing like, that people listening don't even understand. So I have to explain. But when you got the underground version of an album, like before it came out, some unreleased joint that ain't even really supposed to be out, like it almost was like it was mixed, but it was like a rough final yeah, version yeah. because it was a rough final version because some of the songs ain't even up there. So like I ain't even heard. Married to Marijuana, I bonded anytime I wanna. It was a song called Married to Marijuana, just Nori. That that came on after Blood Money. Wow. So when I got the actual album dropped, there was no driver's seat. Right. Right. But when the album come out, driver's seat. Well, Buster Rhymes talking at the end and doing ad libs. That when the album dropped, I'm looking for yo, you know what I mean? I want Married to Marijuana as yeah. track two. No driver's seat. Right. Which I'm happy right. with. That was good. But I'm just saying, see, you if you didn't you don't understand that or you didn't know about that version, you don't even know that song is out there and exists. You can pull it up. You know what I mean yeah. today. But yeah. But but I loved it because what it ultimately ended up doing, and of course we bought the album because it was so good and we loved the artists, we supported them. So yeah, I'll buy the bootleg and I'm buying the official joint. And you know what? And you we bought the album a lot of times. We needed the fucking liner notes, bro. We need yeah. the physical. We need the information. We right. got the music, but it's not complete without the information. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and let me tell say this, like from from even like a scholastic standpoint, the I'm glad you said that the liner notes is important because it's like when you do writing a book. Mm-hmm. That's academic in nature. And you know from doing papers in school, you got to cite your sources. Facts. So the liner notes let you know who produced what, who played what, who wrote what. So it's a, it's the source. It's yeah. your, you know what I mean, your reference page. You need that. You need that. Especially if you're going to try to go create the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going to yeah. go try, try to create it, you probably need to know who did what so you can figure out who these people are. Um the underground album thing, man. So is, is Capone and Noriega your favorite underground album? Like based on experience or? Uh, did, no, or, so the second underground uh, was, is, this is funny, would have been, so that was one of the best underground albums. Okay. Me, right. But the best may have been Nas. I knew that. The, that's, yeah. The underground version of, I think it was the underground version of Nostradamus. Nostradamus, which is an actual good album. Was, yo, that it's thing a classic. was mind-blowing. Yeah. It was a classic. It didn't make it the light of day, though. 
didn't see the light day, but it had a, a lot of the stuff, or at least a, a few songs off of the Lost Tapes Volume One was up there. Blazer Fifty was up there. Yes, Lord. Drunk by myself so, was up oh, there. What? God, yo, that had, that Nas Underground album was probably one of the best Nas albums. Period. If not I, the I, best. Yeah, if not the best. If I not agree. the best. If not the best. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, though. Uh, it was 98, 99, and I got hold of the of Jay-Z's Underground album. Mm. Yo, me and Pop did some pretty riding to that, buddy. We was out in the streets to that Jay-Z, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We was in the streets to that Jay-Z Underground album, bro. But there's a lot. Of 50, 50 Underground albums were great. But he not yeah. not that you see what I'm saying not like he didn't his weren't official like supposed to be official like he was literally doing underground albums right but one what the power of the dollar power of the dollar was, was supposed to come out right. on Columbia when mm-hmm. he was signed but for whatever reasons it didn't I mean he had I mean he had a song with Destiny's Child on right. that joint yeah you know what I mean but that was one of my favorite albums too it had of course the classic Ghetto Quran mm-hmm. on it uh, he 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 had so he had a bunch of joints yeah. Uh, he had a bunch of joints, and he and he sings on at least five songs on that album. Yeah, that's who he was. That's who he was. Yeah. Um, I got another one, dog. Yeah. Uh, music video vehicles. Because mm. music videos still exist. Everybody's yeah, I, making them. I, I knew he was going. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's making them. Like, there's no shortage of music videos. Right. But. There is no aggregate. You know what I mean? There's no UMTV raps. There's no 106 in part. There's no uh, Rap City. There's no shit. Uh, BT Soul. <laughs> BT Soul. Whatever the hell it was. What was the joint on uh, on the West Coast with D Barnes? Pump it up. Oh, pump ain't, it up. Ain't no pump it ups. You know what I mean? So, no, uh, not even video music box, bro. We don't have nothing. Right. So it's like everything is in the silo. If your favorite artist don't make sure that you know that he got a video out, you'll never know the shit. Yeah. Yo, I've I ran across so many videos that I didn't even know was out about but like you're saying, fate like some of my favorite artists. Yeah. Like I just found out like Boogie, he's dropping video every week now. Every like a freestyle week, video every week. Yeah. But you I wouldn't just ran, know it. Came across it. Yep. But there's no, there's no, there should be a show that's highlighting stuff like that, bro. Mm-hmm. But how do you, how do you show the video? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, like, trying to figure out how to format something like this. We could do a video show. Like, why wouldn't we be able to do it? But I just right. don't know how we get the rights to play the video. Get what you're saying. How do we speak about the video, introduce the video, and then make it play? I just can't figure that part out. But if I get that figured out, conversate for a few is going to have a a vehicle to introduce people to new music videos. And I think people want it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think people want it. Yeah, because I'm telling you, man, months have went by, and like a video to a song I liked off an album Mm -hmm. had been out for months, and I didn't even know. Like, Yeah. Most of the songs you like, 
Oh, I like most of the songs we like got videos, bro. Got videos. I know, which is funny because now look at the irony of it. Back then, we didn't get a lot of videos, so we 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 you know what I mean we set our VC VHS tapes yep. to record them videos on Rap City or whatever. Yeah. Like now we get we flooded with videos, but the crazy thing is from our favorite artists, but we don't even know they out. You don't know they out. There's no there's no there's no central location to right. highlight. And let us know right. that there. So, I mean, that's one thing that... I Now, I wonder, is it just something that we miss because we got used to it being there? And the kids don't miss it because they never gave a damn about it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. would the kids eat that shit up? I think they would. I think that because, because let's say that it... it it functions as like a single. Because remember the single and then the video. Right. So how okay, so kinda how to how would you say I guess this would kinda answer the question to a certain degree. How would you say that most people, it don't matter the age group, how do most people now learn about new music? Mm. Cause there's no mixtapes breaking artists and you don't even name no videos like you know we i'll be looking at rap city and a new video you know they would have a new joint of the day remember right, that right new joint of the day be an artist you ain't never heard from you know what i mean and so you would learn new artists from right. the video or from the mixtape so like but see i don't think the videos are really a part of discovery today because a lot of times when i mm -hmm. find out about a music video by the time I get to it, that shit's got two to three hundred thousand to a million views already. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like it's not. Yeah. It, it may be new, but it's not. It may be new to me. Right. You see what I mean? But mm -hmm. so I don't know. I guess so I'm saying that to say that the I'm... kids, the kids seem to be finding the videos <laughs> without the vehicle. That's kind of what I'm saying. If, right. If if by the time I get there, it's already got five hundred thousand views. Then goddamn it, somebody knew it was here. Right. So, but but it still begs the question for me. But how is where do new where do, where do they find out about new artists? Yeah. Is it only from music that's already out? Like the person features on the song, so then it's like, oh, this is a new person. Like how? I, I you know I think it's the, I think it's the same way it always was, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think you put enough product out until it, it finally, it, it if it finds me, the chances are it's gonna find you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we talk at least once a week for an hour. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's how it happens. And with younger people, it just happens faster. Because mm -hmm. they talk to each other more. They're more communal. They're more. You see what I'm saying? And they share things differently, you know. Is is you know. So I think right. that's that's I think that's how they find it. Now I think the algorithms do a decent job presenting new music. Okay. And I think a younger audience is more apt to give new music a chance. Like when I'm on Apple Music and I'm looking through the browse thing and I don't recognize half of the names, I skip half of the fucking names. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I don't recognize them, I skip them. Mm -hmm. Until I hear some music that's going to draw me in. If I don't hear nothing, I'm just not going to pick your name and see what you sound like. Right, right, nah. I don't think they're doing that either. And I think if you want a label, I think the the labels are paying out the wazoo to get you on playlists. Playlists 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Playlist now are the is the new radio. So that's where the payola's going. And I think that's where the artists are get being broken. You know. That's yeah. what it is. It's it's it, it 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 really boils down to being able to get your 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 artists on those playlists next to the artists that's selling millions of records. Got you. You know. Yeah. Or yeah. I I build that's a relationship weird. with the with the label and on Fridays and they got the new new things come out. Like mm-hmm. there's thousands of albums that drop every Friday. Mm-hmm. But there's probably twenty that get highlighted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. You know. And and then you got labels that of course the old tried and true thing is when I finally do get the crowd of people or get somebody like me, for instance, to go invest my time in an artist on YouTube and find out, okay, I heard about this guy, who is he? And I go look him up. They're smart enough to know that by the time I get there it needs to look like five hundred thousand people have already listened to this shit, whether two people have listened to it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the trick. Is a, 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 appearing popular and exclusive at the same time. Right. It's funny. This is just a random side note question. Have you ever been the... Do you ever remember being the first person or the first 100 people to look at a video? Like, would you ever like... A new Drake video dropping you was the first person to see it? I could tell you who I, I have been, but it was it was for I, it was for it was for artists we know. Okay, yeah, okay. Personally, got you. And been mm-hmm. within the first hundred or two hundred or three hundred. Okay. But they not playing with the numbers. Right. Exactly. That's my point. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like he, yeah. this guy, this guy's a popular guy. He signed. He knows. Right. You know what I'm saying? He done did some major shit. When you get to his yeah. videos, he's not juicing his stats. So when you get to his videos, it doesn't look like he's juicing his stats. Right. You know what I mean? When, for instance, the guy Moray from mm-hmm. Fayetteville, mm-hmm. Uh, when I stumbled on him for the first time, this nigga's from Fayetteville. When mm-hmm. I stumbled on him for the first time, he already had 2 million views on YouTube. Yeah. How? Yeah. yeah. How? Everybody in the comments is like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. How the fuck you got 500? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fast, too. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and now it's over two to three million. Yeah, it's like he's, His counter is going up crazy. But it's, it'll start to go up after it's spurred. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the thing. And damn, we way off topic, ain't we? Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a good, you it was know a good sidebar. It was a good sidebar. Where we at, yo? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, we are? We okay. right at ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So it's third versus uh best goes last, liner notes, uh, physical product, true mixtapes, mm-hmm. backup dances, true <laughs> single. Record stores, music video vehicles, and underground albums. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I like it. 
All of it make me happy. All of it makes me happy. Yeah, I like it too. It, it makes me happy. It makes me sad that we missing all these things, but I like it. I know. I like it though. Like I, I mean, I don't know that there are things that I miss more. Right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like if it was a personal list of things that I miss when I'm looking at hip hop, these this list here. You know, I think, and it kind of speaks to the things when I'm listening to music. It's like, damn, man, what the hell? Mm-hmm. There's a uh, store called Hunky Dory. It's over mm-hmm. by Peace College. Yeah. Um, it's a record store, record shop. I've been mm-hmm. dying to go in there just because it's a new record shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yo, I got to go up in that joint here and see what's in there. I ain't even got no fucking record player. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't even have a turntable, bro. You know what I mean? Well, actually, this went in the trunk, but that's Jerusalem, so I ain't going to plug that up and get used to it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, so... But just to go in there and smell the vinyl and yeah. get your fingers dirty flipping through vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely miss, but that's not necessarily about hip hop. That's something I miss for my life. It's record hunting. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that shit used to be fun. That was like going on a gold hunt, like go gold mining, but you don't sift until you get to the crib. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you just gather all the shit and then you get to the crib and start <laughs> sifting through it and see if you found some gold. Yeah, yeah. If you're nice, though, every album got gold on it. That's true. You can be able to pull something. Yeah, if, if you nice, I don't give a shit what you buy. You should be mm-hmm. able to make heat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know, man. What you think? You, it, the, the show didn't go the way it was planned. Yeah, yeah. Because what we but was, perfect, but it went perfect. I yeah, think. I, I, I like it, and I think um, I think the listeners will like it. I think so too. I think this was a real honest conversation. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. When they listen to the explanation for why those are the top ten things, Miss, they'll wish they was there at the time. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And the people that did live through this stuff probably going to agree. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to be hyped. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. If you had to pick one or two that you don't think they're gonna be hype about or they don't they won't agree with, which ones would they be? Um I think it would be backup dancers and um That's the same that's that's the foot that's the one I was thinking. I don't know because I feel like the I feel like all the other ones I think all the other ones they would agree with, maybe it maybe be a, a age split mm-hmm. on video music uh, mm. view. Mm. Maybe an age split okay. because the people that was there are going to agree heavy. Right. See, I'm thinking backup dancers. Mm-hmm. The third verse and the best going last. I think only the truest and the truest of hip hop heads are gonna give a shit about the third verse and the and the best person going last. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you got to be a purist to give a damn about that. So I don't know that the average listener is going to care about that. And I don't know that many people are going to give a damn about background dancers. I think that's going to sound crazy to most people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. understand it. I I'm standing strong right. on it, but right. But that but that's a, that was a part of hip hop. It was definitely and a part of hip hop. It's a lost. It's a lost part of the art of hip hop. Right. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. I'm gonna read the list one more time, man, before we get out of here. Okay. All right. Top ten things we miss most in hip hop. Third verses. Best rapper going last. Liner notes, physical copies, true mixtapes, backup dancers, true singles, record stores, music video vehicles, and underground albums slash bootlegs. <laughs> I like it. Now, this is why I have a question. Would, would this have been able to be eligible, not even if it would have made the list, but been eligible for the list? House parties. Ooh, no, because the young ones still having kickbacks. They still doing it. We just don't do it. Okay. They doing but, it. Yeah, 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 they're having kickbacks. I don't know if they, you know, uh, and so I should be, you know, so we had to add the name Real to two of the joints. Real house party. Real okay. house party, you going to dance. You talking about some real niggas in the dancing. I'm just you talking about, about, you talking about dancing in the house. Dance. Yeah, I don't know. You practice your, some moves before you got there. Yeah, I don't know that they do that no more. Okay, yeah. You know what, bro? Do you think my generation stopped that shit? Do you think it stopped with my generation? No, because I'm saying it because I'm 39 and you're 45 and I we were still having house parties. Okay. Like an actual house. Yeah, people was partying people in that joint. Partying yeah. in there, dancing to the music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I, I'm telling you, when Juice came out, and I know Jermaine was there, Crystal Deppman. Come on with it. Idlewood yes, had sir. a house party, too, around yes, that sir. time. Yes, sir. Okay, that's all I need to know. Okay. Shout out Krista Devin, yo. Yeah, shout, shout out. out Jermaine. Come on, shout yo. Shout out Jermaine. As <laughs> yeah. an honorary third member of this episode. Absolutely. You see how I came full circle all the way back to Jermaine? You see how you did that? You see how you did that? You, you good, boy. You good. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, man. I enjoyed this, though. I enjoyed yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. You think we did enough, though? <laughs> yeah, I think we did. We might, we might end up having to do a part two, but I think we did enough for now. Yeah, we could definitely do a part two. I, I would enjoy having another conversation about it. So, you know, yeah. So, if we did enough, you think we did enough, man? We can go ahead and end this thing up, and I can ask everybody to go follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Conversate for a few. Oh, the uh, the group. It's uh, I think we up to like one sixty, one fifty something in there now. That's good. Yeah, so she growing. Uh, damn, excuse me, y'all, for my eyes watering. I swear, it's allergies is killing me. But um, yeah, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Conversate for a few. Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Um, Conversate for a few YouTube and hit the notification bell so you know we drop an episode every week. Sometimes it's Wednesday, sometimes it's Thursday, sometimes it's Friday. This was is all my fault. Yay! <laughs> Forgive me, please. Uh, we're gonna get more consistent, man. We're gonna try to figure out ways to get y'all more content. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. Promise is coming. Uh, the Futane, uh, the Conversate for a few notebooks coming too. Uh, what else do you tell these people, bro? Fuck it, that's it. What's yeah, it? That's, that's yeah, that's it. That's that it. book was the last year. That's the last thing. All right, well, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two, you are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end, no Fridays for me Tune in, please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.